This is the Beginner's Guide to Human Design. I'm your host, Madeline Evergreen. This podcast makes understanding your human design chart super simple and easy. Have you ever looked at your chart and seen all those shapes, lines, arrows, and numbers and gotten lost in the descriptions? Me too. After countless hours of practice and study, I'm here to break it down for you. Now let's get into today's episode. Today we are talking about the profile 1-4, the omniscient teacher. I'm so excited to get into this. And if you're not sure what I'm talking about, if this is your very first time here on the podcast, welcome. I'm thrilled to have you here and you can totally keep listening all the way through. But this podcast is actually kind of like a course and it's designed to start with episode one, especially if you're brand new to human design and don't know anything at all, then you would want to go all the way back to episode number one and listen from there. But if you're kind of skipping around or you've been listening, then it's okay to start right here. I'm so glad to have you. Now, last week, we started a new little segment or series of episodes here on the podcast all about the 12 profiles. So last week was the first one in this series, and we discussed the profile one three. Now we're moving to the one four. And just as a reminder, the profile is like your personality type in human design. So it's a really, really fun, exciting, kind of flashy part of human design that everybody loves. But I do want to warn you that in my opinion, it is not the most life-changing or life-impacting aspect of your chart. If you really want the biggest bang for your buck, Focus on applying everything you can about your energy type, your strategy, and your authority, and that's how you're really going to change your life with human design. Of course, everything else, including this profile, like the 1-4, is important and it is interesting, but if you do follow your strategy and your authority properly, you'll just end up acting like a 1-4 if that's you. I also have two real quick announcements that I'm sure you're going to love. The first one is that we have another online somatic breathwork workshop scheduled. This is something that you guys have been like badgering me for. I have never gotten so many requests for something in my life. And so we're doing it. So if you've been wanting to do breathwork with me online, there's one scheduled for this October 12th, 2023 at 1 p.m. Central Time. Don't worry, you get the replay if you can't actually attend at that time or if you want to use it again, you absolutely can do that. I'm not going to take a lot of time to explain what this is, but I just want to remind you that it goes really well with human design. Breathwork and human design are like, it's like holding hands. It's such a great combination. The other announcement is that the October human design accountability groups are open for enrollment now. And remember that they have limited spots because these are small groups where you get a lot of personal attention. Now I've been through two months of these groups now. It's kind of a new thing for me and I've learned a lot. We used to just have it be kind of open where you can ask questions and I'm going to help you stay accountable to those things. And that's been really fun and really rewarding, but also feels a little off, a little directionless. And I think that we can get more specific and I think I can help you better. So I always learn by experience and here's how we're going to switch things up starting in October. There will be a theme for the month and the theme is called 
finally following your authority. So if you are a person that's been learning human design and you know your authority, like for example, maybe you have an emotional authority or a splenic or a sounding board, one of those, then this is for you. So you know what your authority is and perhaps you've been struggling to actually listen to it, tap into it, hear it, communicate with it, or even take action and follow it. If you're somebody who consistently follows your authority and it works so well for you, then maybe October is not for you. Like if you've already mastered that, then I don't know, maybe that's not for you. But if you're like most people where you come to me and you say, I don't really know what lights me up. How do I know if it's my sacral center or if it's my instincts? I don't know. What do I do if I get into my head and I just can't hear through the noise? Then the October groups are really going to help you out. So I'm not going to get into every single detail about it here, but all the links are going to be down in the show notes. Or if you ever just go to my website and poke around at the different tabs, you'll find these things, or you can easily get the links to these as well in my Instagram bio link. I've got everything updated on there all the time. Now, one more quick thing before we jump into the profile one four, we're going to do the review of the week. And I just want to say you guys are the bomb. We have 90 reviews on the podcast, and that is extraordinary. I'm so grateful for everybody who's written a review. And I want to read one today. So this one is a five-star review and it's titled, Thank You. I just wanted to take some time to thank you for sharing your knowledge and insight. I am an early childhood educator and I own my own daycare. I woke up one morning and just simply decided I want to look into human design. I had never listened to a podcast, but I decided that was how I was going to learn about it. So I searched human design and I was drawn to your podcast. I'm so grateful that I followed my intuition. This has been such an eye opener, not only learning how to navigate my own energy, but I have listened to the sessions about all the different types of energy and have actually been able to identify those different types in the children that I care for. This has helped me so much to be able to recognize how to best care for them and support them in their growth, which has made my program run so much smoother and has made our environment so much more positive. I am going to gather as much information as I can and share that with the parents as well to help them support their child more more thoroughly in the home environment. I'm so excited about all of these positive changes and I'm forever grateful for you sharing your knowledge. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, oh my goodness. That is just like so cool to think about actually using this to help children. How amazing is that? You guys, what would it be like if our world actually all knew this type of information and we utilized it like it was normal? Oh, that is like my dream world. That's where I see things going. So if you wrote that review, you win the prize. And what you get is is you get to ask me a deep, detailed, personal human design question about your chart, or maybe even about like the kids at your daycare. I don't know, whatever you want. And I'm going to make a video and answer your question for you. So it's almost going to be like a little taste of a human design reading session, just a little blip into that. And if anybody else wants to win that prize, all you need to do is write a review and rate the show. And if I read yours, then you win. Now let's get into the 1-4 profile. Quick review. 
The first number, so the one in this case, is the conscious side of you, the side that you see yourself this way. It is the very personal side. You probably really identify to this if you're a one. The four, the second number, is the unconscious side of you, but this is how everybody else sees you. So it's how you act, it's how you come across to the world, it's how other people connect to you the best, but you might have a little bit of trouble seeing yourself this way. So the one four is called the omniscient teacher. Omniscient is a word that is really hard for me to always remember how to pronounce. I always want to say omniscient or omniscient. Oh my gosh. So who's here with me? But what that word means is knowing everything. So the one four is like the really knowledgeable teacher. And last week, remember, we talked about the one three, and I really debated whether I should go fully into the one again, because it's the same thing as last time, or if we'll just do a quick recap. So I decided we're going to do kind of a quick recap on the one, just some of the biggest points. But if you really want to dive into the one, go back, listen to last week's episode. So that was episode 55. And you can also learn even more about the one in episode 32. So the one, the un, or the very conscious side of you, the personal side of you is the knowledge seeker or the investigator. The one is here as a human being to find and learn information. And they learn by studying and preparing and facts make a one feel really safe and preparation makes a one feel really confident and they just love to go through or go down rabbit holes of learning. So learning is your purpose as a one and learning is not as effortful for you as it is for other people. So other people might see you as kind of a know-it-all or might even be a little bit irritated with you if you're over-researching information just because other people that aren't a one don't really understand how you could enjoy that much uh, research. But for you, it feels natural. It just feels like who you are. So again, if you want to dive deeper into the one, go back to last week, episode 55, or back to episode 32. Now let's go way more in depth with the four because we did not talk about the four last week. So the four is your second number, the more unconscious part of you, the part that everybody else sees you as. And the four is the people person sometimes also called the opportunist or the intimate friend. And I have a four in my profile, so I really relate to this. But for me, the four is my first number. So it's a little bit different, but just the four in general will be the same, whether it's first or second. Later in this episode, we'll get into how the dynamics work as it being the second number. So just the four itself. The four is somebody who is a bit choosy about the people that they want to allow into their life. And this is not mean, it's not rude, and it's not bad. The four likes to have really deep, intimate, close relationships and probably fewer relationships than, say, a three, which we're going to talk about another time. And actually, we talked about the three last week. The four usually craves a best friend or a soulmate or a close circle of friends rather than a huge group of acquaintances. Now, why the four is called the opportunist is a pretty cool thing. 
it's because opportunities and manifestations easily come through your people. And I always say your people in quotes, like air quotes, whenever I'm talking about this. So just imagine my fingers doing that like bunny move and doing the air quotes. But you are going to sort of collect this intimate group of people in your life. Like for me as a four, my people are my husband, my mom, and that's actually like my most important people. But then I have a few others. I have some very close friends, a few deep relationships. I have my stepdad and my dad and my sister are also close people to me and a couple of other clients and just people in my life that I would consider like my quote unquote people. But um, what am I saying? Oh, opportunities and manifestations are really going to come through, quote, quote, your people. So you need to open up to the opportunities that they present or just things that sort of flow through them to you. It's kind of like the universe uses your people as a vessel to send you opportunities to respond to or things that you're manifesting will come through them. Why I'm hitting this so like hard on the nail or whatever the phrase is, why I'm making this such a big deal point is because oftentimes we can overlook what the close people in our life have to offer. Like, have you ever had someone you're really close to, like maybe your younger sister and you've known her her whole life and then she becomes a celebrity and she's this huge actress and she's got so much to offer and she's so talented, but you don't see her that way. You just see her as your silly little sister. You don't really think like, oh, wow, she's a famous actress. That's a very extreme version. Another one might be that you have a best friend that you grew up with and then he becomes a school teacher, but you just don't see him that way. You just see him as your, you know, funny friend who's had all these life experiences with you and you've had good times and bad times, but you don't really think of him as like a teacher or someone who would be in charge. So when that block comes up, for a four with the people that they're close to, when you don't take your people seriously or open your mind to the excellence that they have to offer or the opportunities or the knowledge or anything, then you're kind of blocking yourself from receiving opportunities and manifestations because remember, it's going to come through your people. So for me as a four, I have had so many random, amazing synchronicities happen through my people Like I found breath work through my mom. All of the vehicles I've ever owned have come through people in my life that just offer them to me. Stuff like that. Like things just come to me through other people. Or I've had some really cool jobs. Like as a teenager, some really amazing jobs came to me through someone I know offering it to me. And so that is typically how something will come to a four. It's through your people, not 100% of the time. So don't limit yourself to that, but open yourself to it for sure. Now, when you nurture and grow the relationships with these people that you've chosen, more good opportunities come your way. So think of your circle of people like your garden and you want to nurture it. You want to grow it water it, spend time, talk to the people like you're talking to your plants or your flowers, fertilize them, you know, pull out the weeds, really nurture the relationship with these people because 
not just to be selfish, but because when those relationships flourish, more good and opportunity is going to come your way. And truly, the quality of your life as a four is determined by the quality of your relationships. It is okay and it's correct for you as a four to be disinterested in certain people. So don't feel bad and don't change yourself and don't like try and just love everybody if the truth is you're walking around and for some reason you just don't like certain people. And it's not that you hate them. It's just like you just you just know as a four that that person is just not for you. You're disinterested in them. They might even kind of repel you, but for not a specific reason. They're not evil. They're not bad. You don't have to cut them out. But if you're just not interested in somebody, don't worry about it. Don't give it a second thought. Don't try and force it. Just leave that person be and you focus on nurturing the relationships you truly care about. And what I also want to just say is that you can come across as very exclusive and mean. This happened to me. Growing up, I always wondered why people thought I was super mean because I never did mean things, but I was very, very exclusive and I had certain friends in my life where I was so, so, so close and then I would exclude other people. And it wasn't really on purpose. It was just me being kind of um, absent-minded and not very sensitive to other people. So as a four, watch out for going far you know, one way on the spectrum or the other, meaning being super exclusive and cutting people out or just obviously not including people in a harsh way, that can be very extreme and you might want to just be more gentle, loving, and sensitive to others. Or the opposite spectrum would be smoothing it all over and shutting down your own preferences and just being really nice to everybody and trying really hard to nurture and grow relationships with people that you don't really like or aren't really interested in, or you're just trying to include everybody all the time. So you don't want to go onto either of those spectrums as a four. You want to be right in the middle where you know your people, you've selected them, and you're nurturing those relationships and everybody else is just kind of there. Now let's put it all together. So the one for all together has this nice little slogan that I picked up on. And here it is. The deeply curious investigator who wants to share everything they discover. So that's the one for in one sentence. You love to learn alone, but then you quickly love to share what you learned with your people. So just imagine like a picture or a little video of a one, four walking around. They get fascinated by a topic. They run to the library and get the books or they run to their computer and start Googling, learn about the topic, and then they run out of the room to their husband and their kids and they tell them all about what they learned. That's like a one, four. Now that running around might not be your personality. It doesn't mean that you're fast. It's just what I picture in my mind. And One fours are typically very interested in the topic of human behavior and people. So maybe that's even why you're here learning about human design and your people. So remember the people you've selected see you as an authority. They see you as smart and they enjoy learning from you. So don't hide that part of yourself. Don't be self-conscious about sharing what you learned because people in your life want to hear it from you. 
But you can always use your strategy to decide when to share information and who to share it with. Focus on sharing information about topics that you're interested in, not topics that other people request or are interested in, and not topics that you should be learning or what's conventional. But what are you interested in? What are you fascinated by? That's what people want to hear from you. You don't necessarily need to master something before you teach it. So this is really important and this is super unique to you. It's not true for everybody. You can actually learn something and then teach it before you've really done it or mastered it in your life. It doesn't mean that you always should or that you could, you should pretend to be an expert, but people will still want to learn for, from you before you have mastered anything. So don't think that you need to be a total expert in order to speak up and share. Just learn and then when you feel the urge to share, share. And just be honest with people if you aren't an expert or if you haven't done it yourself. Nobody really cares, honestly. They just want to know what are you excited about and what have you learned. Now, one more piece before we wrap up here is that a 1-4 can be a bit gullible, especially if you're young or just super trusting. So if somebody tells you something is true, you might blindly believe it just because you are so trusting of certain people, not necessarily everybody, but of certain people. So just remember that you are the authority in what you believe in as truth, and you don't just have to believe people. You can do your own research. You love doing your own research, and you're really good at that. And when you follow your strategy and follow your authority, that's what's going to guide you to what's the truth for you and what's the right information. And then remember that if you're having trouble following your authority, get into the October Human Design Accountability Groups because that's really going to make a difference and really help you out. All right, everybody, that is all for today. I'm so glad to have you all listening. And if you're a one four, go ahead and reach out to me over on Instagram, message me at healthy underscore Madeline and tell me if this resonates with you or not. I would love to hear about it. Okay, everybody, I will catch you in a week.